Welcome to the Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of CFD's news to cover today. So tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we're going to be talking to the Gold Hoarders. They are the patrons over at the Keel Hauled Podcast Discord. Uh, they are joining us this week to talk about the community episode for the end of September. We do this at the end of each month. They join us to talk about the game. We're going to be talking about Captaincy, Season 7, The Adventure, The Mystery, a whole bunch of stuff so let's get into it but before i do any of that i have to thank the rest of the patrons they are the ones that are supporting this podcast and making it uh available to you that i can make it look and sound so good uh they are helping pay for the bills so thank you to them for this support uh it's helped out a ton so thank you to people's republic l cute balls bam bam bagel captain hasco captain hayes chateau neuf zombie killer Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Davram TV, El Jefe Esteban, Fergatron, Trickster, Jabaro 5, Carl Embo, Kazia the Rogue, Lumpy SRQ, Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus, Xbox Mike 29, Murphy Lives, Mutinous Max, NX Gamer, Raja the Brave, Registella, Replicated Flame, Rust Belt Kid, Norwegian, Skinny Matt, Skamelt 666, Sudesh, Captain Dasm, That Kilted Guy, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Super Pack, Music Me, The Lore Chronologist, Dead Eye Dre, Hagger Wall. Ghost Boy 20, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, and Zam. Wow. Thank you all so much for your support. It means the world to me. And this show wouldn't be nearly as good without. So thank you to all of your uh your your help and your support. Also, I feel like I said uh Heger Owl weird this time. So Heger, sorry about that. But uh welcome to the to the uh to the, the gold hoarders. And with that, let's get into their conversation. Welcome, everyone, to the latest uh, September Keelhauled podcast episode with the community members. This is our Gold Hoarder episode. We're going to be talking with a bunch of folks about uh, Season 7, the latest adventure, the mystery, whether or not people did it. Um, we'll po potentially talk about the book. I haven't gotten to, to finish it up yet, so I don't know how many people have even had an opportunity to pick it up. So we'll try and see if uh, we can skirt around spoilers. If that's the case, we have a couple of folks that were just coming back from uh, XCP. No, what is it? X what's the EGX EGX. Thank you. Just came back from EGX after talking to some of the devs there. So we'll, we'll see if we can chat with them about their experience chatting to uh, Mike Chapman. And uh, if, if Joe need is actually locked up in their bedroom closet. Um, but let's kind of go through the list and see, who is with us today? Uh, joining us, as always, is El Jefe Esteban. Jefe, how you doing? Welcome. Doing well. Glad to be here. Awesome. And uh, coming back, Carl Embo. Carl, welcome back. Thank you very much. Good evening. And as always, Mina Ferry, who recently just got a tattoo of the Keelhauled crew. Mina, how you doing? How's your arm? I'm doing good. The arm's all right. That's good. I think I'm. I think I'm next on the list. I'm going to go get get that tattoo done. Uh, Mutinous Max, welcome. Mutinous, how you doing? I'm doing good. Awesome. Glad to hear it. Also with us is Norwegian. Hey guys, hope everybody's doing well. Awesome. Glad to have you back. Uh, NX Gamer is joining us. NX, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Excellent. Glad to hear it. Trickster is with us today. Trickster, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing good. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we have uh, Big Bad Pad. Pad, how you doing? How you feeling? Yep, doing well. Thank you very much. Yes. Got some drinks in you, I think. Uh, maybe one or two. Okay, so nothing really then. He one lies. or two too many, I think. He lies. <laughs> okay, and then of course, uh, you just heard Xbox Mike twenty nine. Uh, Mike, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, all good. Thanks. Uh, it's good to be back. Fantastic. I'm glad you guys are all here. Um, I, I, we just got off the last episode with Caleb. Uh, we had some really interesting conversations about captaincy. Um, I'm really kind of curious as as people were talking to me about that episode. I was looking forward to, to getting a chance to kind of talk to you all uh, about captaincy. But um, to start off, we recently just got done doing the latest Sea of Thieves Community Day uh, for Season 7. And I, I kind of wanted to open this up to um, folks and, and hear what your thoughts have been for this Community Day. It was a very unique one in that instead of giving us uh, additional gold with Gold Rush, they disabled uh, the Gold Rush aspect of it. And the bonus that they that they turned on was ramping up Ancient Skellies. 
Um, so I'm kind of curious to hear some from, from anyone that had an opportunity to sail. Uh, what was your experience like? And if uh, if you managed to find uh, ancient skellies on your um, on your your kind of venture out into the world. So did anyone want to uh, pick up and, and kind of share their thoughts? Yeah, we uh, had a I, had, I sailed. I guess kind of two two main sessions, kind of morning session and the evening session. And in the course of that, uh, we ran into between seven and eight ancient skellies, and I made somewhere between twelve hundred and fifteen hundred ancient coins. So, uh, yeah, I was happy with that. So I've got uh, my next battle pass, plunder pass, whatever it's called, ready to go. That's fantastic. Anyone else pick up some uh, ancient skellies on this latest community day? Yeah, I did. I was doing uh, for the Damned with some other crew, and every time we started a wave, for some reason, um, Asian Skelly spawned mid-wave. So mm. we had like four uh, at the end. We had four Asian Skellies. We stole them all, but um, and that's why we had our rivalry with the other sloop and sunk. They didn't appreciate that. Um, but yeah, made made some Asian coins. It was awesome. It's fantastic. Anyone else have any uh, good ancient skelly stories? How many you got? Um, we all, I sailed with a buddy of mine during a community day, and we were doing a Fort of Fortune. We only ran into the one ancient skelly, but uh, the boss got stuck in the rock, and we're just trying to figure out how to get him out, and the skeleton spawned when we're trying to get this thing out of the rock. Oh, man. <laughs> so we're just like, okay, where are we here? We have this guy laughing. Next thing we know, we hear it coming out of the ground. We're like, where is it? That's always the scariest, right? Like when you hear it and you're like, okay, where, where is it coming out from? Like how much time do I have? You're, you're kind of, kind of freaking out trying to make sure that you don't miss it. Yeah. We managed to get it, but it just, it caught us off guard. <laughs> so I'm curious to hear, how did you guys feel about the ancient skellies as kind of the bonus in this instance? Was that something that you, you really enjoyed? Did you did you think that this was a, a good test for Rare? Do you want to see this be the way that they do the community days in the future? I uh, I actually had to say something on that. Um, we went to, obviously, we were at EGX, me and Paddy, today. And it's actually quite interesting to hear Christine, the community social manager. Um, she was talking about that and some of this stuff, or I think at least this these events where they give stuff away was partly her idea. Uh, if not entirely, but obviously she has to go through them and sort of suggest these things to Rare, and then the people who are obviously running the game in the background then have to then say, that's a great idea, let's make sure we don't break anything while we're doing it. So it was quite interesting to hear that she, the idea came from her, and then they have to figure out what they're going to do so that it doesn't do too much, because like joe neat said we were essentially giving away money for this event and you know we're, we're not all as lucky as paddy and mina that can get like eight or whatever it was <laughs> ancient skellies i only got two myself but i i thought it was a great idea but obviously i think i think they probably it seemed like later on in the day people were receiving less so it, i think they probably realized they were giving away maybe slightly too much dialed it back a bit but uh, yeah, it was it was good though. I enjoyed it. I think it's a good idea, and I, th I think we'll see that again. Yeah, I was I was really happy with what I got. I think I got uh, four ancient skellies over the course of the time that I was playing, and it was I think it, it came out to like maybe let's say like four bucks, you know, four to six dollars overall. And for me, that's that's fantastic. Like getting getting that for a, a you know four or five hours worth of normal selling. I think we really did kind of surprise me that they did it, but also just that I was really excited to see that this was something they were willing to actually push through. And and I'm, I'm glad that it did because I think it really kind of opened up people to wanting to spend more in the Emporium, knowing that they were going to get a little bit more of a boost than they normally would if they were just going through the normal plunder pass. Uh, Hefe, what did you think about that? And then um, let's grab a Norwegian after Hefe. Yeah, so honestly, I was kind of surprised that they did that. I mean, because that's that's their revenue stream. 
their main revenue stream at this point, I would assume. Um, and based on the numbers that they released, I kind of just did some, I don't know, rough kind of on the back of the paper calculations. And on the low end, I, I'm thinking they gave away two, at least $200,000 worth of ancient ancient coins based on the numbers of the skellies that they said that had spawned up. Um, yeah, that's just a guess and just kind of just a rough estimation of an average of maybe 100 per per skelly. Um, so I was very surprised by that because that's, I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane to think like in, in what you're referring to is, uh, they put out some numbers, um, that was, uh, from 17 or no. Yeah. From September 18th, uh, there was 166,000 ancient skellies smashed on community day. Uh, there was 203 billion gold earned. And about 15.2 million cannonballs fired, as well as uh, 2.3 million emotes used, and what is this? 880,000 roughly grogs uh, drink drunk. So they they it was nice to kind of see based on this community day just some of the numbers. But to think, yeah, if you average at least a hundred to maybe like 120 uh, ancient coins times that by 166,000, that's a a fair chunk of change that. Rare is going to have to have uh, Big Daddy Phil Spencer pay out so that we can uh, continue to buy little pets in the Emporium and stuff. So very curious. Um, Norwegian, what were some of the things that you wanted to to kind of share about this? I thought it was a great idea. It was goodwill towards the community, especially after everything that's been going on lately. Um, just a nice to see them reinvest in the community, bring more people in. I'm sure they'll get the return. People are going to play longer they're going to get those cosmetics they want invest in the next uh battle pass season pass whatever you call it um it good it was good i enjoyed it loved it it was a great idea hope to do it again yeah i hope so as well too it would, it would go a long way um given that we have recently just gotten an email kind of asking for some feedback on the stability of the game it was very interesting to to see a survey about that come through um so they they are very much aware that the servers have not been performing as optimally as they they had hoped. I will say that I think that the community day overall was a success. I think they've really kind of understood like what the expected uh, uh, turnout is going to be for these, and they're kind of planning accordingly. How did you guys feel about the lack of a gold rush, though? Did that impact how you played the game, or or was that just kind of like a eh, it's all right? Mina, what do you think? I didn't mind there not being a gold rush. I mean, we were earning so much with each hand in, especially if we had an emissary up. It was ridiculous. Um, and that was throughout pretty much the whole day because they reached level five for the tweeting stuff um, really quite quickly. So the fact that there was no gold rush, it it didn't. It didn't bother us, and it just meant that we could sell just as and when we felt like it. Um, the fact that it also ran really quite smoothly, I didn't really have any issues on the day getting into the game or anything like that was really, really nice. Yeah, I, I really appreciated that. Uh, Carl, you've been pretty quiet. Uh, any thoughts or feelings on the community day? How was your experience? Um, unfortunately, I was busy for this community day, so I didn't get much time to oh. really dive into it. Um, I managed to get on, so I got my flag. Um I uh, didn't get any gold, uh, any ancient skellies, but I did quite like the fact that they were rewarding us with something that would usually cost us money. Yeah. Um, I felt that was a nice twist on it, to be fair. Uh, and yeah, with removing the gold rush, I'm not too fussed about that because I know for a fact that before long there will be another Golden Glory weekend where we'll have gold rush. Uh, we'll do it all over again anyway. So considering... They gave us something that we can actually use to buy emotes, ship sets, all that type of stuff, which usually costs money. Um, you know, I'm pretty pleased with that, to be honest. Yeah, I, I've been pretty happy with it. I think you're you're you really touch on something that is is good to keep in mind is that we are going to be getting a gold rush, uh, golden glory weekend at some point. They've been doing one about every month now, so even if it isn't technically labeled as a community day. Uh, it is still a great opportunity for them to give us a way to really kind of rack in some gold. Uh, how have you guys been treating these? Um, are you really trying to spend your time grinding out one specific uh, ledger when you're doing this? Because I, I generally see a lot of folks running Athena. Is Athena kind of the best right now? 
or is uh, Reaper still kind of on top for these uh, Golden Glory weekends or these community days? I um I I think I made about two million, and most of that was on Athena over that weekend. So Athena was definitely a definitely a good one for me. Um, and just a quick uh, back on that ancient score, uh, ancient uh, skellies. One of those ancient skellies gave me five hundred and forty nine ancient coins so you know it's not like they were scrimping as well on some of them they were it was a good amount so yeah but for me definitely the athena was was something that made me a lot of money and a decent chunk about two and a half levels of athena so i'm 26 and a half now so yeah nice anybody buy anything from the emporium after we got all these coins anyone take advantage of any of the sales that they had I'm still holding out on on next month's so uh, or next uh, season's plunder pass personally. <laughs> yeah, me too. Trickster, you say no? Yeah, they didn't have anything in there that I really liked, that or I don't have already. Then mm. so, about the eight coins, I didn't get on to about 11 p.m. myself, so I didn't get any. But I was mostly on the books. I was doing Athena, the Athena voyage, and yeah. I did the, uh, the level five Athena voyage. So. I spent about an hour afterwards on two different islands and never got one, though. Mina, you said that you did buy something? Yeah, I bought a bundle emote, a bundle of emotes and some ship stuff that I had kind of had my eye on, but hadn't had the chance to buy yet. Oh, nice. I'm glad that at least the, the you know, it's getting, it's getting results. Like you're getting to be able to do the thing that you want to do as a result of this, which is, is kind of, you know, it's a nice thing. They always do these little sales and, I don't really talk to anyone about whether or not they're taking advantage of it. Um, Patty, I think you and I have, uh, and, and Mike, I think we all have the same feeling as we're kind of holding on to our, we're clutching onto our ancient coins for dear life as we wait for the next season to come out because we're not sure like what's going to be in the season pass. I think the thing is that I've, I've spent my money on the stings I already wanted from the Emporium, so I'm just going to, like I say, save it for either next season or for the next round of ship cosmetics that come out. Yeah, that's fair. I can understand that. I, like you, Logan, have bought pretty much everything in the Emporium, so everything that I want has pretty much already been bought, so I'm just, I have no reason to buy anything yet. That will change, but um, yeah, that's me for now, just waiting on the pass. Yeah. Same for sure. Um, okay. Well, unless someone else has uh, something they want to jump in with, uh, I did want to get your guys' thoughts on the adventure. This, the, this adventure, seriously, the Sirens Prize uh, kind of shocked me. I, I was not, I was, I was genuinely thinking that this was going to be something pertaining to uh, Flameheart Jr. ship. And that is, that is really not the case. Um, from what I can tell, but we got a ton of lore kind of breaking down the the ancients. So uh, just kind of on a surface level, I wanted to talk to you guys. Um, has everyone had an opportunity to go and actually do the adventure? I quickly ran through it, but I've not gone through it fully on my own yet. You, you quickly ran through this. Please yes. tell me, how did you quickly do this? Because it took me forever. Because I basically hopped on with, with one of my buddies, and he was like, oh, I'm just quickly running through this. Just uh, just help me out with this. And he kind of just ran through it. He must have had a guide or something. Just sped for everything all thing. I was like, okay, no idea what's going on here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so since I have been taking my time going through it, although I did, um, I'm basically doing one at a time, like breaking it down, uh, make sure I get all the tablets. Yeah. And paying attention to all the lore and everything like that. But the two times I've done it, I've been sank whilst I've been down there, so mm. it's going well so far, should we say? Yeah, let me let me real quick. I just uh, I'm I'm kind of curious because this has me thinking. Uh, how many folks uh, did did how many of you were coming back up to a mermaid after going down into the shrines after talking to Bell? Because the the shrines, for all intents and purposes, Bell has us uh, going out to uh, retrieve three different items and we have to go to the shrine of a ocean's fortune the shrine of ancient tears and the shrine of tribute to be able to pick up um what is effectively i think the the voice the memories and uh or not the not the memories the um the dreams and the eyes of the ancients right uh so i'm curious how many of you guys uh came back up and found out that your ship had been sunk 
Uh, I personally had one opportunity where when I came back up, my ship wasn't sunk, but they definitely wanted to be at the shrine that I was at. So they just raised anchor, drop sail and sent my ship off into the distance. Thankfully, not into a rock or anything. They just let let my ship kind of sail away so that when I came back, uh, I had to turn around and it, it bought them some time. But um, did anybody have any problems with crews just sinking their ships as they were going through this? Uh nx um the most we had happen was uh when we went down to the shrines to try to get all the items you know clear the whole ledger for that thing our ship got sunk while we were down there and the crew that sunk us came down to greet us so that was an interesting <laughs> interaction that's so weird they're just like hey what you guys doing down here and uh kind of escalated from there man uh hefe you said you had people one of the shrines we came back and there was people on our boat um rifling through our supplies and so we showed them the pointy end of our sword uh and then chased down their ship and sank them and continued on our way mm. so not too too big of an issue at least in that case no no issue at all we we were able to get it well the only issue we had has nothing to do with players we got to the very end to finish the adventure clicked on finish the adventure and it made us repeat the second chapter so then we had to go do all the shrines again oh i wish i had known that um yeah so we just we just dropped we just dropped one person off at each place and so we had and we didn't travel back and forth luckily we're on a galley so we had four of us and so there was we had enough people to kind of just send you know in every four corners of the earth and we were able to knock it out in i don't know 20 25 minutes it wasn't it wasn't terrible but it was that's not too bad annoying yeah definitely seems like it helps if you have multiple people uh running solo it definitely took me a while to be able to do this and even when i had help uh we were still kind of taking our taking our time going through trying to find all the different tablets um pad and uh mike i think you guys had some thoughts yeah it it, it wasn't it's not an issue for me because i have plenty of time to play this game um, but I know that there are people out there that who are time restricted, and so whilst it's great that you get this adventure and you get to go to one island, <laughs> then you get to go to three shrines and then you go back to the island. That if you if you're unlucky like we are in Hefe, um, you sailing mostly against the wind, that adventure could take you two and a half hours. Yeah, it's definitely, and, a, and a lot of people, a lot of people haven't got two and a half hours in one go to sit and do any adventure. It's it's tough, and I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about that um, later on if we have some time to dive into the mystery as well too. Uh, but yeah, this one it was interesting because much like the adventure where we're kind of going after uh, the the history of what happened to Merrick to uncover who murdered Merrick, uh, it's definitely a lot of go between. But instead of islands. Um, it's actually going down into the shrines and shrines can take a fair amount of time uh, if you if you're not too familiar with them or if you're trying to hunt down the uh, the tablets compared to just looking for the little things on the island. So it was interesting to kind of see this difference. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed kind of going back to the shrines. It was nice to kind of reacquaint myself with them and considering they're so so tied to the ancients. And that's kind of what the whole the whole goal of this adventure has been um i was very happy to kind of like have an opportunity to kind of immerse myself in their their world if that makes sense mike what was some thoughts that you had you wanted to share or are you good yeah yeah i um i had uh an issue where i came back and a crew had sailed my ship into the raw we spent some time down there trying to find some of the tablets. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, we just got fed up. Thought we'll come back and do them. Went back to the ship, and we knew somebody was around because we'd seen another crew, another another person, just one running around. Uh, it turned out it was a galleon, um, but they had sailed. One of them had sailed my ship off and literally dropped anchor right next to a volcano. Mm, yeah. Yeah, bit, bit irritating, but I mean, we purposely didn't sail with anything on the ship because, you know, you're in a mermaid shrine for some time. It's not worth trying to collect loot. 100%. So, yeah, it wasn't worth trying to risk it. Um, and it would have been a, you know, would have been a problem, but because we thought ahead, it wasn't. So not, not the end of the world, just, yeah, another minor inconvenience from other crew members. Yeah. But, yeah. 
it's what you it's what you live with, isn't it? That's the thieves for you. And, and, I, and... I, I also have a problem with the um, title isn't unlocking for me. I have all of oh, the, weird. I now have and I have all of the tablets. I've done all of the shrines, obviously, and I've done everything. Everything is ticked off. Yeah. Um, I don't have the title. So. Definitely, and I'm I'm sure you're really. I I don't have to tell you, but for for kind of a PSA for for pirates that are out there, definitely, if this is something that you're running into, uh, make sure that you're screenshotting the 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 deeds that show that everything's checked off. Because um, when you go to put in a ticket, you can add images, and having a time stamped uh, image really does help with the the team to make sure that they can go in and just manually give you the title if it's not showing up in your inventory as well too so definitely make sure that you're trying to uh, record that kind of stuff if you can if you can capture a, a clip or a screenshot um, from your console or from pc um, always helps when you run into this kind of a situation so and i'm assuming mike you'll probably uh, uh, see if you if it does actually award it or uh, kind of take a look and see like what's going on with that. Cause I know I was having the same problem back when we were doing the battle for golden sands and it, it turned out to be a user error on my end. Uh, but thankfully, like uh, I had enough time to be able to, to get that fixed up. But some of these bugs I in Hefe, I had the same problem too, where I, we clicked complete when we went back to bell and it re kicked up the adventure and told us to go do it. We, we were so kind of, uh, uh, out of time at that point that we just decided we would we would come back to it and try it over again um and that was at the at that point like when we finally came back in we spawned in talked to bell and she was like complete it and we didn't have to worry about uh having to go through and do it all over again so there was a, a couple glitches that i noticed as far as the complete or continue uh with the adventure that hopefully will be brought you know we won't have these these kind of issues in in future ones but yeah, it can definitely get kind of scary when they tell you to go back out to the shrines and do them all over again. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a bit, a bit inconvenient, but it's yeah, I I did mention it today to Mike, but um, yeah, it's it's not the end of the world. I'm not as fussed about the title, but you know, it is a bit when you've done the work to, to get it. It's a bit of a bit of a letdown. So hopefully, it will unlock before the next, you know, before it ends. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious. Uh, and, and Trickster, actually, uh, I, I think you had a, a comment that you wanted to make as well too. Before I switch over to another thought that I just had. Yeah, I had a couple runs of other pirates, and I was down to the first one. There was a ship right there, so I left them alone, and and I should have sunk them. So when they got backed up, they sunk my ship. Mm. Then when I was doing the third uh, siren shrine, someone messaged me. I'm gonna leave a rowboat on your ship. Yeah, there's a robot on my ship when I got back there. <laughs> and then that while I was doing the the mirror, trying to get the mirror on the Old Faithful, I was there for like an hour. Someone came and started attacking me, so I scuttled to think I had left the game. That's funny. Yeah. yeah I... and that, that, that's where I got I got my first ancient skelly in a long time while I was on the island. <laughs> it's good that you got it, though. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I did want to ask and see if 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 this was me, or if other people ran into this as well. And I think, Pad, uh, you're the one that kind of sparked this in the chat here by mentioning that Mike uh, had talked about the wording on the adventures. Um, I I fully admit that this was a me not reading everything and processing it situation. But I don't know if you guys did this or not. But when I went to the shrines, um, I went to the shrines and I got the little, little ancient chest, which I think is adorable. I really want those little ancient chests uh, for, for my little display case um but i grabbed those and i swam them back up to my ship and then i waited until i collected all three and then i went back to bell because i read the first paper that was like bring them back to me and i was like okay so then i went and uh to go turn them in and bell's like now nah, you got to turn these into the ancient priests and i was like okay so i'd look to the left and i look to the right and i'm like okay cool can can you guys take these and they're and they're like, no, we're we're ancient guards. We're not ancient priests. And I'm like, oh my god, y'all look the same. Uh, so I then had to go and swim back down with the little ancient chest and turn it into the uh, to the ancient priest that was down in there. So I'm I'm I realize after reading through after doing it twice, I read the actual dialogue and the dialogue does actually tell me that I have to turn it into the priest. I just was not paying close enough attention because I've been playing this game for four years. So I just 
leaped conclusions. Um, am I the only one that did that? Did anyone else run into the situation? Please tell me I'm not uh, alone. You're not alone. I did that with the first shrine I visited, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's good. I'm yeah. glad I'm not alone. Same, same here. Uh, me <laughs> and Chris were uh, Stipe. We were we were halfway to the. Well, we were right at the next one, and we were in a part of chat with Paddy, and Paddy's like, "Why did you bring it with you? You're supposed to give it to the guy." And I'm like. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just jump off here and do this next one. And Chris, you can go back with that one. So yeah, you're not the only one, mate. I'm glad no one bothered to to like go and collect all three because I I legit like I was I was trying to work out like okay, there's a sloop that's following me. I think they're on it too, but I don't want them to steal my little chest because then they'll just head to Bell and they'll they'll skip out on doing this while I'm down trying to get this third one. And I was so I'm like trying to like take the the little ancient chest and i'm sticking them in the mer person or i'm sticking them in the mer statue so they're they're safe and then i'm like having to go back all the way up i, I take the mermaid back to my ship i grab the the second one and i swim it all the way down and i stick it back in the mermaid statue while i'm working on the third shrine i get all three i i, I raise anchor I, I i sail off and i get to bell and she's like no nah, you got to take these back to the people and i'm like oh my god what did i do so yeah, I I really have to remind myself. Um, a, I need to go and actually read the deeds. I don't know about you all, but I didn't even know that there were stone tablets until the second time I actually did it because I, I was not anticipating that. And when I finally read the deeds, I was like, oh, they're stone tablets. I have to read these. Okay, now I have to look for them because the whole dialogue from the priest was not something that I like. I never... I never bothered to like understand what the thing he was talking about was where he had to go and find all five. Hefe, you're saying I have to read the deeds first? Yeah, that's 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 where I start. Always do that first because it gives you an idea of just a general outline of what all you got to do. So, Logan, that was a uh, that was a noob move there, buddy. You know, you know what that's called? It's called not wanting to be spoiled. That's that's what that's called. I wanted to experience it fresh as if I didn't know how the game operated so that I could give feedback from an earnest perspective of not knowing what to do preparations. You guys are razzing me now. You see, to me, it, that, that's like one of the first things you've got to do. So if you do it all in one go, I find it a lot easier because the deeds don't really give too much away, I'd say. But yeah, yeah 100% deeds first. All right. So I'll just, I'll just read the deeds in that case. But yeah. What did you get? Did anyone take the time to actually read all the lore that was in the tablets? Am I the only one? So I went back after, like, we, I didn't really read them while we were doing them, but I, I, just enough to know kind of generally what it was talking about. But when we got done the next day, when I had some downtime at work, I pulled up the wiki and they've got them on there kind of in, like, I guess chronological order. I guess there's not really a order to them, but they had them in, they had them all together. And it, yeah. being able to read them all in one go, I thought was much easier to understand it all than getting a little <laughs> pieces here and there uh but the the amount of lore that was in those tablets was significant yeah really really surprised by that um did you guys anyone find like a a, a more fondness for the ancients after reading through all of them trickster how did you feel oh i really like the lore especially about the sea of the dam so apparently that's where they all went that's pretty cool yeah it kind of answered the uh, the age-old question of what happened to the ancients. You know, did they die out or anything like that? Turns out they all just decided that the Sea of the Damned was based off of memories, and the memories that they had were of beautiful paradises. And they're like, "All right, well, <laughs> apparently this is better than better than uh, better than the Sea of Thieves, so we're gonna go there." And um, I don't know, felt felt a little felt a little weird. Felt like a little like th this was Sea of Thieves' version of everyone drinking the Kool Aid, uh, but. You know, if that's if that's where they wanted to go, that's where they wanted to go, right? I, I, that that whole sort of yeah, going to the sea of tribute as they call it, because like you say, it was build up of memories of you know beautiful lands. Are they are they seeing something different to what we see? Is it does it look different or? I mean, it's is got their it, right? idea of it's got it, hasn't it? Unless their idea of paradise is a gloomy, you know gloomy world that yeah look at a place in the wilds in that case they could have just moved to the wilds <laughs> it, it really does speak to how how uh how terrible pirates are that when we think of the sea of the damned what we see is the the really not like <laughs> not extravagant beautiful paradise that we that we get it's it's really just like the uh this is not pretty 
kind of place. But they're just, they're living in paradise, I guess. To their own. Ahoy there, pirates. This is the ad for this episode. And I did want to let you know if you wanted to avoid these and just get a regular filler, you can head over to the Patreon. There's a special feed just for patrons that get the ad free version. If you want to keep listening, though, I can't say I blame you because this week I want to let you know about Loot Crate and getting 15% off of most crates and crate subscriptions when you use the link and code Robots Radio in the show notes. Also, you can head over to audiobooks.com, get your first three audiobooks for free, and that can include any two vip books or use the affiliate link for green man gaming if you're a pc gamer or you'd like to save money on games it's one of the benefit of being a pc gamer head over to green man gaming you can get codes for steam epic any of the different stores that they have deals going on they have deals going on all the time and if you plan on buying there please consider using our affiliate link all of that goes straight to me through the network thank you all so much for everything that you do to support this podcast it means the world to me and i continue to try and improve the quality and the content for you with that pirates let's get back to the show i guess if anything the for the adventure i guess the last thing that i wanted to ask is how do you guys feel about this whole great warrior thing it intrigues me i'm interested to see where it goes i think any of us that read the newest book need to maybe just stay out of this bit was that is it a little too spoilery to to dive into that if we if you haven't read the book it's definitely related yeah okay i will kind of leave that i thought it was amazing i was really excited that we were going to be releasing the soul of the great warrior i don't know what this i don't know what it means yet but i'm 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 very very happy to see that we're getting something that looks like we'll finally dive into the culmination of uh what's it called flameheart how do you say the same thing? Kind of lots about the book, Mike Chapman. Yeah, we, we, we spoke to him today. We asked him some questions and we're excited. Do you guys want to, as we're kind of wrapping up the adventure, do you guys want to share some of your thoughts on what, what was going on over there? Yeah. Um, yeah, we had, we had numerous conversations about many different things. Um, there was a lot of Monkey Island's talk from me and several other people that were there. Mm-hmm. And it sounded promising. Nothing set in stone. Mm, sounded like Mike was maybe more just crowdsourcing what what each person wanted, because obviously you can't put everything in, you know. So which bits of of Monkey Islands would people enjoy seeing most? So and obviously there was a varied response from all of us because we all like different bits. So that was interesting. Um, but it was definitely sounded promising, like something would uh, would be probably be coming eventually. Um, be cool. He spoke about um, the licensing for again for Monkey Islands was quite easy because it's a game, and unlike the get unlike um, the parts of the Caribbean stuff, which took some time, took some you know took some negotiating. Anything else they add or any changes they make to any of the designs for things like Jack, the undead monkey we we spoke about. Um, Any changes that are made to it to put into the game to caricature? They're not exact replicas, are they? Like, the ship that's in the game of uh, the Black Pearl isn't the Black Pearl, but it's, it's of a similar sort of design. All of those things have to be submitted to Disney, the Pirates of the Caribbean people and Jerry Bruckheimer directly. Yeah. And you have to get approval from all three before you can do anything. So that's a big hurdle to get around. Whereas when he said that when he talked to the people from Monkey Islands, uh, sorry, LucasArts, they just said, sorry, what? You want to put Monkey Islands in the game? Yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> So it was quite easy to do for that one. That was an easy part of the of the development that, um, you know, and I think because of that, I think that's almost a certain that we will get something else. We don't know what it is yet or what, uh, you know, in what degree, how much of it we'll get, but I think we will get something eventually. Um, other things involved improvements to the Hunter's Call. He said that that's something that they do want to expand on eventually, but he did say, we, if we're going to do it, we want to go big, whatever that meant. Yeah. And I, I can see that. Like they, they want to bring in 
another world event, they want to bring something that will drive engagement to that. So I, I can imagine them not just adding more fish, but wanting to really ramp up something that would be cool to, to make an, a, a big deal about it. Uh, plus they probably, I, I don't know, man, I don't know if you guys have been seeing it, but uh, there was some stuff on Twitter that um, was really kind of cool seeing like some folks that were actually kind of uh, Eridar was building out like a huge kind of hunter's call uh, shop that had like a, a big uh, shark kind of hanging off one of those um, racks that they use for like taking photos of it and stuff. It just, I don't know, it kind of be kind of be kind of cool to see hunter's call kind of move over to the actual um the actual outposts he did um he did apologize <laughs> he did apologize because i did ask why we haven't got a hunter's call representative at Stephen spoils to replace merrick oh yeah uh, he said that is something that we really should have should have done by now um so yeah i think that's that's something that will get fixed relatively quickly i think yeah i said he's got about a million family members <laughs> relatives so um so yeah, we I think that's something that should get done relatively quickly. I was thinking it would be funny if for Halloween we got like a little jack o' lantern and we just put it on like a like a, a scarecrow and just stuck it over by Steven Spoils with a little deposit, you know, the little deposit bucket and you just dump your fish into the bucket and it gives you credit. I think that would be that would be a good go between until we fill that position. Um well let's it's awesome that you guys got to go there and you got to talk with Mike. I'm jealous because I, I love chatting with him. I love I love getting an opportunity to corner him and ask him questions about stuff. Um, I'm glad that that you guys had that that chance. It really does always kind of like speak to the fact that I think Rare really does love their community. They are constantly trying to find interesting, new and interesting things to bring to the game to, to give us an opportunity to really have like that wow moment, that big surprise and reveal uh that they love to do we did um we did actually get to speak to a community manager or social media manager i forget what he was but he worked at ubisoft and he was wearing a sea of thieves t-shirt and he said that even though even though he now works for ubisoft he's still a massive sea of thieves fan Um, and we did and we did mention we did mention about you know he asked us about what we thought of skull and bones and um we said we were excited you know looking forward to trying it and we have been since it was announced we were told we don't speak about when we announced it because <laughs> it, it was yeah. a bit of a sore subject because it's been a while but um but yeah no he was he was a nice bloke and he um it's nice to know that a he's looking as a sea of thieves fan is looking forward to the game coming out see what everyone thinks about it uh, which was a good one and b he was in awe of the sea of thieves community and he could only hope that their game would reach that yeah that sort of you know level so yeah it was nice to speak to him so that was good yeah yeah it makes sense too yeah i'm looking forward to, to checking that out i love the idea that you guys are coming up with in chat here about this hunter's call event with sharks with laser beams or sharks with kegs tied to them i i'm i'm really curious i would love to see sharks that have kegs tied to them and you have to you have to shoot the keg before the shark rams you and blows up your ship that'd be fantastic um as we're kind of rounding out this episode uh i wanted to should should we jump into the mystery should we do we have time for that do you guys have some thoughts on the mystery you want to share i don't know if anyone's gotten to everyone's gotten to do it so i don't want to spoil it for everyone though okay so we got we got some folks with some thoughts about it um let's do me a favor though uh before we jump into the mystery this is the demarco mystery that got solved um really fantastic ending let's try to you know what? all right i'll, I'll do this Th- this is your spoiler warning if you haven't done the mystery yet which involves going around to multiple islands to uh, uh to do some stuff there's a couple guides out there thanks to the ancient isles university uh merfolks lullaby things like that um there's ways you can kind of dig around in here if you need to find the the way to do it i don't know when it's going to end if it's ever going to end or if it's just going to stay the way it is um but c- consider this your spoiler warning so if you if you haven't done it yet you don't want to be spoiled um stomp with the episode here we'll kind of end out the episode here and uh the rest of this episode we'll just kind of 
keep as a way of um talking about like what what the mystery was like what you guys thought about it and that way we don't have to worry about uh spoiling it for anyone if they if they're still listening all right uh so demarco's um mystery has been solved we've we've discovered what it is i'm very excited to think about what's going to happen from here um but kind of going down the list uh jefe did you did you 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 got to finish it up what did you think of it it was really interesting uh the thing that i liked about it the most the the very end kind of thing that you do uh i really liked uh and the fact that we got to see the pirate lord get out of his chair and you know stop leaning against the mast on your ship and actually do something and actually uses his power to like actually fight i thought was really was really cool like i we we need more of that in the game, I think. For especially when I feel like the game is is getting to the point like it's it's I feel like we're getting pushed towards this great war between two different sides. And if if we really want to be you know enticed to fight for the pirate lord, I don't know. I just feel like we need to see the pirate lord actually care. Yeah. And I, I think that this was the first time that I've actually seen something like that and been like, all right, that was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, Trickster, I know you got to go, so let jump in here and uh, uh, get some thoughts on the, the mystery. Yeah, overall, I thought it was mostly good, except for all the time gating. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes go two or three weeks without nothing. But I just mostly kept up with on uh, Mermaid's Lullaby's Discord and hitting this one and your Discord. Yeah. But, oh, my God, all this stuff is pretty cool, um, especially the ending. I was like, oh, my God, find the Pirate Lord. I actually did something. Yeah, it was it was really great. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, going back up to the top of the list, Carl, did you get a chance to do it? Did you did you enjoy it if you did? I actually did this um, yesterday, and I did it solo. Oh, you do? Uh, my God, that took so long. Yeah. Um, I had to use a guide because I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I yeah. tried just like, oh, well, I know it's these locations and trying to work it out, but I couldn't. Same. Um, but yeah, so I did did the whole thing. No issues. Um, got down there. There's no way I would have figured out the end puzzle um, without a guide. I, I still now do not know how to work that out. But the ending, I, I did like the ending. Um, I think it built up quite nicely to it. And it leaves it quite open um, to the next option. Of course, as soon as it's completed, a new area pops up in the uh, Bildrat's reputation which suggests that we are definitely going to be getting a lot more to work out. Um, the whole thing, though, was very dragged out, uh, a lot of time gating. Um, but how, how some of the things are worked out, I would love to know. Yeah. But in all, though, it was a good experience. I enjoyed it, a good story. And it, I don't think it's over yet. Oh, far from, far from over as far as, uh, as, far as the, the storyline itself. But definitely, like, it's good to get... I'm I'm really glad that we got the resolution. Uh, Mina, what did you think of it? Did you? I'm pretty sure you got to do it, right? Uh, yes, I did do it. Yeah, awesome. I think I've done it a couple of times now. Actually, oh, really? oh my god. Okay. <laughs> well, we had some people that couldn't be there the first time. Uh, I'll let them do it on their own. Uh, so, what did you no. think? <laughs> um, I I really enjoyed it. The, the how they figured out where all this stuff was, I do not know. Kudos yeah. to them. To ancient isles uni and rare thief in that because we we only did it using a guide we were not going to try and do it without. Mm-hmm. um but yeah i i really enjoyed it it was quite cool and i really liked the ending yeah it was nice to see that side of the the pirate lord the kind of daddy side yeah it was it, i was just about to say the father aspect of it him actually caring about his kids it was great yeah interacting with them mm-hmm. for ostensibly uh, like the the first time on camera really uh yeah max you got to do it yeah i got to do it uh, it just took five hours i got distracted a whole bunch of times but i thought you were gonna get um a title fallen sea dog so that was kind of disappointing oh interesting i just got 10 doubloons off the check on on my account and see if i got the fallen sea dog title um well, you don't get a title nothing you just get 10 doubloons and i feel completely scammed <laughs> uh, should have gotten it was, a, title it was a fun animation though that they made at the end it was cool yeah yeah there's no ti- there's no title but there is a a, a commendation isn't there 
That's what it is. I thought that it's weird too because they usually tie titles to the commendations as well. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. weird. Maybe it's not over. Maybe maybe this is just one part of the title. Maybe we gotta find the mark in the sea of the damned somewhere. Maybe and that's get the title. That's how we get a title. If not rare, we would like a title. I feel that the, the, the name of the commendation would be a really nice title as well. And that's why I was gutted about it because I thought that I, I would rock that title everywhere without a doubt. Fallen Seadook is a good title. It is. Honestly. Yeah. It's got a good ring to it. I mean, we did um, we did find out a couple of bits about the mystery today. My Paddy. I feel you can't leave it at that. You got it. You... Paddy's muted. <laughs> Paddy, Paddy, Paddy's refusing to to say. Okay, better that he be on mute if he doesn't want to let slip. Um, I think we get to trouble. We were we were told that in amongst the crowd of people, we, we, we did ask the question. Um, mm. But we were we were told that um, the siren siren queen is again not dead again, and that she didn't die the first time because what was the what was the words used? The, the, I think you guys the, said that it was portaling. The, the, the animation yeah. the that animation. was used was very very similar to her portaling or moving. Gotcha. It's I've I've always been of the mindset that Sea of Thieves is is a weird place to begin with. Nothing ever really dies. Like the gold hoarder is is tied to a curse that the more the more gold you deliver to him, the more greed that's in the world, the more he comes back and the stronger he is. We come back from the fairy of the damned. Like, you know, the, it, nothing ever really dies, man. It's it's it, like we kill the we kill the siren queen, but of course she comes back. Even the gold hoarder's back is a stick. So like we'll 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 see everyone later in the future i'm not 100 percent surprised by stuff but yeah it was uh <laughs> and she's probably not dead from this either she's she's probably got it all worked out um she's not. so it's it's interesting that 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 is going to be a persistent baddie that we'll see in the world as well too um i'm trying to think if there was something that i'm missing about this uh if you haven't gotten to go do this there is a video on my youtube channel of just the recording of me doing the last little bit of it I really love that Lissetti was saved. I'm really, I was scared that Lissetti was going to be trapped in that thing. I'm very curious to find out like where DeMarco's soul is because it still leaves the opportunity for it to be somewhere hidden in our world, potentially in an object, uh, or it could just be in the Sea of the Damned, um, which I think is the, the, the general consensus here. We just have to go find it. Um, NX, you had a thought that you wanted to share? Um I've kept up with the mystery since they started it, finished it up with a friend of mine. We were absolutely excited to see uh, Ramsey finally do something and actually interact with his family members for once in the game. But um, I like the idea of earlier on when they were trying to essentially set it up to be framing him. Yeah. The general idea of Ramsey has always been kind of like this figurehead of like a positive influence in that game. So when you insert something like that, it's going to create doubt. I'm kind of curious what other controversies they can bring up later in the game for the story involving that. Do you think the general populace, because that was such a front and center thing, uh, do you think the general populace still has the opinion that he's guilty? Do you think enough people have maybe gone and done the uh, the ending to the mystery that that information has, has kind of been uh, written off as, as uh, false? Uh, that's a good question. If you're talking about like the general player base, obviously, but if we're going off like actual like in-game characters... I like that. that. I can't fully say. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a little bit of well, because I mean, we're the only ones in the game that have the lantern, right? Like no one, no one in game has shown that they have the lantern. So for all intents and purposes, we as pirates would be the only ones that could have been suspecting uh, the the potential um, uh, connection between Ramsey's and, and DeMarco's death. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say that as far as lore goes in the world, uh, you know, he's kind of kept his quiet about everything. And he even said as much when he was talking to Lissetti about how he couldn't really speak out because no one would believe him anyway. Um, so it always makes me wonder, like, you know, if, if something's tied to that specifically or, or if it's uh, something that, that the general populace, like as, as players do, a lot of people still believe that he's guilty. Has there been enough evidence out there that prove that he's he was not the one to actually do it which is kind of why i took the video honestly because i wanted to put it up on youtube um so that if people didn't have time five hours to go to go do this that they would at least be able to keep uh keep up with the the ending to the mystery 
Did anyone have any else, uh, any other thoughts about the the mystery in general? Um, I know it, it for me at least, it, it felt like it went on pretty long, but I, I really did think that the payoff was worth it. I feel it did go on for a long time, but I do feel like we should have got more than just accommodation and tender balloons. I feel a title or a cosmetic would have been fitting to show mm-hmm. those dedicated enough to actually go through it, because realistically, the lantern and the spy gas we're not really going to use. I don't think going forward. Especially the spy glass. You you bring up an issue because I I would have to check on this, but do we still even have Lissetti spy glass? Because I mine changed to my obsidian spy glass after I completed the adventure and got the commendation. You do still have it, but for some reason it always unequips once you log out. Mm. Yeah, I, I had that experience before doing the uh, final adventure. I noticed it did keep unequipping itself. I'm really kind of wondering then, because this is a this is a new approach to how we uh, expect rewards, right? Like typically when we're doing something, uh, adventures have taught us, tall tales have taught us, uh, quests have taught us that the reward is at the end of the adventure, and that's when we get our 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 kind of boons, right? Um, in this case, the mystery has been going on so long that I I didn't even really mentally register the fact that we did get cosmetics for this adventure even if we didn't participate at the very end we still were able to go out and get the seed fallen sea dog lantern we were able to get lissetti spyglass uh which for all intents purposes could have been items that they had stuck at the end of any season and we probably would have been just as fine with those being objects just like um merrick's sword or uh gloria's uh sword so very curious to to kind of hear do you guys are are you kind of with me in the tracking as far as like uh this didn't really feel like the rewards but maybe these are the rewards we just were using the rewards uh to kind of further the story i um i think that the rewards were fairly minimal um but it would have been nice to have got you know since we've got these new trinkets for the ships i think it would have been nicer to have something that went in the ship mm. but but uh, kind of I think we I think we've said this in the past on previous shows is once you've once you've got a title that you really like you don't tend to stop using it even when you get another one yeah. um, the obvious one is the shrouded ghost um title <laughs> you know that's once you've got it you don't really want to change it um but it, it it's the same with other titles though you, you find one that you really like and you might swap it every now and again just to a different one but you always go back to the one you like so yeah i'd much rather have that's trinket to go on the shelf i think so i think it was falco or someone said in like a music box you mm-hmm. know kind of related to thing that would have been much better yeah i think that would have been a nice little nod to the to the mystery overall um i yeah. did think it was funny that i saw someone uh had had posted a tweet about asking whether or not we could get music boxes in in the actual ships uh which I don't know. Maybe it's just me thinking like, well, I have a, I have a perk. Like, why do you want to, uh, why do you want Sea of Thieves? We have Sea of Thieves at home and you just pull out your instrument and play the music that you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually like the idea of having the music box on the ship. And I think that would have been a really suitable reward. I think, it, yeah, as a reward, I definitely think I see the tie in there. Uh, I, I, I personally don't know that I would have put it on there cause I have my instruments that I just use, but, uh, it would have been cute to have on there. I also would love to see if they could add trinkets to tall tale completions. So you get like, you know, Briggsy's hat on the little hat rack or you get uh, um, uh, like her mask as, as like one of the little masks on a stand. Um, George and Rose's little locket for that. Just kind of go back and freshen up some of those tall tales with trinkets that you could put in. One thing I did just think about actually with the uh, if you if you could have the music box as a reward, that would make it fun for some tuck play. Oh, just to just like <laughs> start it, then hide. It's <laughs> a haunted. Definitely have some fun with that haunted music box. Yeah, you could do that with the with the instruments if you really wanted to. All right, you guys are getting into an interesting conversation about cosmetics. Patty, do you want to dive into this, or is this too spoilery? No, no. It was uh, one of the Q and A things. Um, somebody asked um, about obviously all these cosmetics that are seen in adverts and um, for Sea of Thieves and the response was that they are all they are all going to be coming to the game at some point they are just sat waiting for someone to actually do the graphics for them for all the characters that are in Sea of Thieves obviously because all our pirates are different sizes shapes etc so they have 
a lot of work to do on them, but they will be coming. And also that the Pirate Legend Curse will be making a comeback as a reward at some point. Um, it won't just be for those who were there the first time around. Interesting. I wonder if they'll tie it to anything specific that's associated with Pirate Legends in that case. Because I, I like the idea that you get rewarded when you're when you're there present for the, the season. Uh, but something like that, I think, you know, if, if you missed out on it just by, you know, you weren't there playing the game. Because um, honestly, like getting that as, a, as the the reward for hitting level 100 in Renown, that that's not really that I don't think of that as a very valuable or a very triumphant thing to have been able to do. Like that's pretty easy to do. Uh, but sticking it behind a commendation after the fact, I think might be an interesting way to um, kind of add some value to it for, for folks that haven't gotten a chance to actually do it. Uh, Stick it behind a level 30 reward. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. Or just wait until, uh, you know, there's something else coming down the line and bring it back with that. Like if uh, if we get another bump in they, Athena re- rewards or levels. They should stick it behind the legendary Hunter of the Shrouded Ghost reward by killing the Shrouded Ghost five times. Well, that, that's going to be hard. No one will be able to get it at that point because it doesn't exist. That's the point. You got it once. He says he got it once. He's, he's got his hands in plenty of pockets. All right. Well, we're at that time. Um... As we kind of close out, uh, I want to thank you guys all for jumping in, spending some time with me, uh, talking about the the adventure and the mystery. It was nice to have a chance to kind of uh, gush about how much I've been enjoying the the lore aspect of this, even though we didn't really get the chance to, to cover the lore in deep. I think I might do that later on uh, after I've gotten some more time with the book. But I have just been I've been loving these adventures. I really hope that there's a way for Rare to kind of take these, segregate them from the normal like adventure mode and just have them like on their own little things so that I can go back and do some of these. Cause I really do love like just the, the experience, like the ritual at the end of the adventures was really fun. I really had a good time doing that. Uh, so, but, and, and also like confronting Amaranta at the end of the, the Merrick murder was probably one of the coolest in game experiences in sea of Thieves that I've had. So I'm hoping they do that. But as we kind of go down the list here, um, if you guys have some some parting thoughts or some some things you want to share, feel free uh, as we just kind of round things off. So, Hefe, thanks for for joining. Anything you want to share or, or uh, leave with? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I just it's exciting to see and hear that uh, that that Rare still has lots of stuff in the tank for Sea of Thieves and you know kind of whatever that means. So I, that makes me happy. So I'm 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 good and I'm interested and excited to kind of see where things continue to go. Yeah, same. Carl, anything you want to share or uh, leave with us as, as we head out? Oh, um, just a pleasure, as always. Um, excited to see what happens next, um, especially the mysteries and the uh, the new adventure. But uh, yeah, exciting times ahead. Definitely. Mina, how about you? How are you feeling with this? Anything you want to share? Uh, no, not really. I'm just curious to see where this adventure takes us to the next point. Um, other than that. Awesome. Uh, Mutinous, thanks for joining us. Anything you want to uh, leave with us as we as we head out? Uh, yeah, um, if you start the adventure, if you align with a crew who's doing the adventure right now, um, you might get a bugged adventure by starting with the final chapter. So don't align with people who are doing the adventure. That's a good PSA, actually. I forgot you mentioned that earlier. And Norwegian, anything you want to share with us as we head out? Nope, just enjoying the direction the game's going. I think they're making the right steps with the lore and can't wait to see what they have next. Yeah, definitely. And NX, anything you want to share with us? Not much else. Uh, what uh, cannot talk. Um, nothing much else besides what's been said with everything they've been culminating with Ramsey's, Bell, Merrick, Dark Brotherhood, Flameheart. I'm curious how they're going to make all these things come together. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. Patty, we're heading out. What do you got left? Uh, nothing in general for myself, um, but after spending the afternoon with Mike Chapman and a little bit of time with Joni, I am very happy with what Rare want to do and are trying to do with this game for the community. Um, we all know the game has its issues, so do they, and it frustrates them probably more than it does us that <laughs> there are like, bugs, hit reg, etc. with this game. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably speak on that afterwards. And then Mike, anything you want to share, or, uh, uh, leave with us? Yeah, no, just, um, second there. What, uh, what Paddy said, and those people, not me particularly, but those people that were missing the arena, uh, having spent some time speaking to some of the streamers that uh, obviously enjoyed the arena, they're all very excited for the next season. So if you were an arena fan, you should be excited for the next season. Awesome. Good tease there. And honestly, I just want to thank you guys all for jumping in. Um, the, The community is what really makes this game as special as it is rare does a fantastic job of building a sandbox for us to play in and i think it's as much fun as we want to make it for ourselves right so if you guys are having a hard time out there it's always worth it to kind of assess like you know who are you playing with are you playing with others finding people to play with uh, or even just taking a break from the game if it's just not doing it for you right um but I always think that this is a, a, a fun time to kind of sit down with everyone, get to chat about some of the things that are going on in the game. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what everyone comes with with the next episode, because uh, I think we're, we're go- it's going to be an interesting episode next month to see like what's going on. We'll have to check and see what the actual timing of that is going to be. But if you're interested and you're part of the Patreon, um, we should be recording... Gosh, I think this will actually be on the 29th of October because the last Monday is actually Halloween. So yeah, chances are we'll probably be recording on the 29th of October. Uh, if you want to join up for the patrons to to be able to jump into these, um, just head over to patreon.com forward slash Killhall podcast. It's in the captain tier. You'll get access to the Discord channel with the recording that we're in right now. And I'll set up an event for this. I really hope that I'm able to uh, kind of touch base with you all next month uh for the next recording and and see what you guys feel about the next update whatever it may be that's good Tom and I'm Stuart and we're from the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore and we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons and Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. Are you into the cyberpunk tabletop games or excited for cyberpunk 2077? Are you looking to brush up on the lore, stay up on all the latest news and talk about the game when it comes out? Check out the cyberpunk Lorecast, a show from robots radio with me, your host robots. We'll go over all the details you need to know about the world characters and story of cyberpunk available on iTunes, Spotify, Google play, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.